Happy belated New Year, and welcome to another episode of J3G. Big show today. We have the NFL playoffs, college football playoff championship, Alabama versus Ohio State. March Madness is back, sort of, and some segments towards the end of the show. Uh, first topic we're going to get into, just with the NFL in general, the Eagles versus the Redskins. Are we a anti-Eagles podcast now? Do we just hate the Eagles? <laughs> nah. Um, I can see why people are mad, but Eagles weren't going to the playoffs anyway. So That's what I'm and, saying. What, they had nothing to play for. Yeah, the, why, I mean, the Giants getting mad, they should have won more games. You won six games, it's like you shouldn't put your faith in other teams to make it to the playoffs. So. But is there some kind of like integrity issue as far as tanking? Because tanking is something that's like really not actually allowed in the NFL. I but mean, in this being, case, if we're being honest, I think it was only amplified because it was a night game. Like if it was just yeah, a regular it was one on o'clock prime time. Yeah, if it was a regular one o'clock four twenty five game, then I don't think anyone would care. But because that was the only game on, and people were paying attention, that's why people are blowing it up. But it's. To me, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, the whole division's terrible. Like, I I don't see a problem with it. I mean, Doug said he wanted to see what what's his name Nate Nick Nate whatever. Sunfield. Yeah, he wanted to see what he was made of. I mean, I mean, granted, we know he's, what he's made of. He's a third string quarterback. Yeah, I would say he's well, been I mean, on the team for four years. Like, you should have been putting him in for some PT. But hey, Giant I mean, like, fans, I'm sorry, but. You should have won more games this year. I mean, let's be real though. It's not like Jalen Hurts wasn't playing the best in the world either. What was he? I think he was like, oh, he was playing horrible. seven, seven for twenty. Had a pick, had a QBR of like twenty five. Yeah, he, I mean, he rushed for two touchdowns, but he wasn't playing well. Yeah, he wasn't playing well at all. Yeah, I, I knew he wasn't playing well, but also you have an opportunity to knock another rival out of the playoffs. Just to put so, one in, though. <laughs> right, so it, it's a scenario of do the Eagles just hate the Giants more? That's what people were trying to and look. Look at all the conclude. people the Eagles had sitting out. Like They they didn't go in thinking they was going to win. I don't think they played to win that game regardless. Especially all those people sitting out. They didn't go in that game to win. Let's, like, let's be yeah. real. Um, Carson Wentz isn't going to most likely not going to be there next year. So if you are going to keep – Sudfeld as a backup, you do gotta get him some kind of. But he's been a backup for four years, bro. Yeah, I was say this ain't his first with, rodeo. Yeah, it I was is. Say, a, but he was there a, with Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. I'm just saying it is a weird time to put him in. Yeah, like, I think it was a weird time, but because he's I been mean, in your was, roster for four years, like yeah, then gave him some burn. But hey, Dougie P like probably said, be out of there anyway. They so. they weren't gonna they weren't gonna make the playoffs anyway. Yeah. You think like Doug's said, gonna get Giants fired? So mad. Do I think he's going to get huh? fired? Yeah, you said he's Doug sure. P's going to be out of there. Oh, you think he's 100%. 100%. This year or after next year? I think. Should be this year. Yeah, I think this year. He should, he should be out of there. Ever since so that he Super Bowl. So he survived Black Monday. Do. I don't think he's gone yet. I think he gets like one more year. You you think he gets to the draft? I think he gets past. I think he right. has another full year of coaching. I think this. If I was the GM. I I think I would have fired him after this game. Like, I don't think he that, makes it. I don't think he makes a full year next year. Yeah, I think he gets that, to like week six, and they're gonna see where he's at. This this was just idiotic to do that. I think doing that on this stage, 
knowing everyone's watching and like like why would you do that like you you decide to go for it on fourth and goal against one of the best front four in the league but I forgot what team they played when they they had the tie game but you'll you'll kick a field goal and go for a tied end but when you can tie the game you decide to go for it on fourth and goal so it's just decisions like that. Oh, wasn't that, that earlier in the season against the Bengals or something? Oh, was it the Bengals? Yeah. No, was so. I feel like he's done that game, multiple right? times, period. Yeah. Like I feel that, like that's I not just, the first yeah. time we've he- we've heard him in that scenario, and that's the that's what he chose. Like he, I know he has a history of really bad decision-making, but I feel like this one was amplified, and it could have been because they played it on a, a Sunday night and not just a regular game. Yeah. But also, I, I mean, he did survive Black Monday – Typically, when a head coach gets fired, it's right on the spot on Black Monday. The only time I'm seeing Gase. What did he survive? One day? Yeah, I mean, that was a no-brainer, but he might be in a yeah. better situation, especially if he goes to Alabama. Yeah, him him or Bill O'Brien they're talking about. Adam Gase mm-hmm. is horrible. Bill O'Brien doesn't need the coach anymore. See, the Bill O'Brien's not a bad coach. He's a bad GM. See, Adam Gase is a terrible just, GM. Just doesn't look like the guy that should be a head coach. Like, he just doesn't look like he knows what yeah. he's doing. But you know what? He's probably a great offensive coordinator. I mean, he had, he had Peyton Manning. He did have Peyton Manning, <laughs> let's be real. That offense was Peyton. He was checking out all the bad All right, plays. so to to conclude, uh, we're not an anti-Eagles podcast. We're Yes? No? No, no, no. no. I'm no. not. No, I'm all for tanking. Get a better draft pick. Do what you got to do. Oh, okay. I hate the Eagles. Um, <laughs> Ever since that 2017 Super Bowl, they swear they swear they're the best team ever assembled. But, um, <laughs> like, there's another team in PA by the Pittsburgh Steelers that runs PA. We will always run PA. Like, Philly, cool. I mean, y'all got Meek Mill and all, but. Nobody uh, care. On. We all know. Now Pittsburgh's speaking got steel mills. Speaking of Pittsburgh, <laughs> speaking of Pittsburgh, can Cleveland pull off the upset this Sunday without their head coach? I don't, I don't think so. I think um, we would definitely win. We rested some some key players. We rested T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward, Marquise Pouncey, and Big Ben. So we rested our key players. They barely beat our second strings. They only won by two points. So I think we can – we'll definitely dominate them again, like the first meeting we had with them. It won't be as bad. It won't be 38-7, but I say we'll, when, we're definitely going to put up 30s. What was the first week when you guys played? Was it, like, early in the season? Yeah, it, I think it was, like, week four or five. We beat oh, so they still, had, they still had Odell at that point, right? Yeah. See, I don't know because they've been a different team since Odell's been gone. So I mean, that's, I'm curious that's to see what cool, they do now. But they barely beat our backups. They only won by two points. And I believe they were home. I mean, but was it really all the backups? There was only one guy, wasn't it? For us? Yeah. No, nah, we set, I think, about five five players. Oh, I Five key players. Was yeah, Claypool was playing, all that stuff. But TJ Watt didn't play. Cam Herbert oh, okay, didn't okay. play. Marquise Pouncey didn't play. Big Ben didn't play. Like... That's pretty much all like the captains. The, yeah, yeah the play. line and stuff like that. I feel like the circumstances are totally different, though. Like, I, I don't even want to count the regular season game as far as how we can judge both teams going into this game because this is Cleveland's first time 
in almost 20 years making the playoffs. So they kind of have something to prove. And Pittsburgh, who damn near almost went undefeated uh, before they lost some key players, kind of been they kind of have some. They kind of have something to prove because now people think that they're frauds coming into the playoffs, yeah. and only you know a lot of their games are one close. So I think, in a sense, this will be the most entertaining game this weekend, based on you know who's gonna, which team is gonna end up victorious. And also, I think it could be one of the most boring games of the weekend because it could be pretty low scoring. I just think, I don't know, because division games in the playoffs are always fun because it would be the third time they play each other that year. Yeah. So at that point, you kind of see everything that they have. But So, and you know, they're 1-1 right now, granted. Like you said, a bunch of backups played. but And so, you know, it's going to have that intensity of a division rivalry, but just elevated now because the games mean more yeah they they mean a lot more i think i i, I really do think cleveland has a shot though oh for sure Cle- oh, cleveland looks great out, but. i think cleveland has a shot unless um pittsburgh got the run game figured out over the yeah, last I was, I was just about to say that. seven days which how are they gonna figure they haven't had a run game that's been effective all Right, almost all season. Yeah. So how are they going to figure out one game into the playoffs? Our, our run game is our screen game. That's that's our run game. <laughs> yes, yeah, an extended so, run game. Yeah, so we have to run screens. But, yeah, like Thomas said, we have to establish some type of run, which is going to be screens, bubble screens, stuff like that. You have, we have to, to make them respect it, yeah, something. Yeah, we have to stop their run. Like, if we can we can shut down Chubb, because Chubb still, still, I think, went crazy on us. Yeah. This last game and um, but Kareem Hunt also, if we can stop that and and Baker Mayfield has to beat beat us, I'm confident. I don't I don't trust Baker Mayfield. If the run game's not going, Baker Mayfield's not. He's not. So, now, so you're saying you, they got to make Baker Mayfield beat them yeah. with his arm the whole game, not yes. let him get into that com- yeah, comfortable that, setting of that play action and yeah, yeah. Now, do you think it's a bad look that? Uh, Cleveland almost lost to Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh was playing like their second string team. To me, it's not a bad look because it is a, a divisional game, so you kind of you kind of know those teams. Like like Tom said, you see them two times a year. This is gonna be the third time you're seeing them, so you you kind of figure each other out, stuff like that. But um, no, nah, I don't think it's a bad look. Yeah, if if they were playing Tennessee or something like that. I'll probably go with Cleveland, but because it's a a divisional game, I'm gonna ride with the Steelers on this one. I think coaching's gonna have a big thing to do, obviously too, because the Browns are. What they say, I think I seen it earlier. It was gonna be their um, the special teams coach is gonna be the stand-in head coach for the game, mm-hmm. and you know for it to be a playoff game, that's a big thing. Obviously, Tomlin has experience in bigger games, playoffs, the Super Bowl. So, coaching, I think, is eventually gonna take over, and I'm. I think the Steelers are going to win. I don't think it's going to be like a blowout or anything. As yeah, maybe a ten-point no, game or something like that. I, I could see it being. I could see it being like seventeen to thirteen or something like that. Yeah, whoa, a whoa, one possession whoa. game. We we definitely get in the thirties. Thirties, high twenties, high twenties, low thirties for sure. What? No defense. Sure. No, no defense sure. at all. Yeah, high so, 20s, low thirties. So take the over is what I'm hearing. I don't know about Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland can score. Once they get it going, they can they can. They can shoot it up, but I trust, I trust the defense of the Steelers. If I'm not mistaken, 
the over was or the uh, the over under is forty seven and a half. So oh yeah, yeah. I what you're saying is, is you're saying hammer the over. Yeah, they're, you're saying recovering yeah, by a lot. Okay. Yeah, they definitely. Oh, that's yeah. the, a night game too on Sunday. Yeah, that's the last game. Yep. Man, um, you mentioned Tennessee. They play Baltimore. Uh, Tennessee smacked Baltimore in the playoffs last year. Do we think <laughs> they have another easy dub this year? Oh. Uh, I mean, obviously, whatever the Titans have been doing, because I think they won. They beat the Ravens this year too. Um, but, whatever the Titans are doing is obviously working. So, <laughs> I mean, the biggest difference is there's no playoff atmosphere. Granted, it's a playoff atmosphere because the players know it's a playoff game, yeah. but you don't have you know all the screaming fans and everything there. It's not you know twenty decibels louder than a normal game. So, how much will that actually play effect into it? Because in all honesty, I think Baltimore's found their stride ever since their whole team seemed to be plagued by uh, COVID cases. But I think they've came back. I think they finally found their running back in J.K. Dobbins. Lamar's looking to find his stride again. Their defense is playing well. I think they. I do think that they could beat Tennessee. As lo- I, I, all they got to do is stop Derrick Henry. If I they mean, do what I the mean, Packers but, did, they can they can stop Tennessee. They need to just but, watch the Packers, um, the Packers film versus Tennessee. I'm sorry, Packers, the Ravens hit yeah, their stride last year. You mean the? You talking about the Browns? The Browns hold them to sixty yards. Was, the Browns was, did, yeah. But the Packers also held them to like ninety-eight yards on like twenty-six carries when they yeah, played. Yeah, but they were up so much, yeah. they couldn't even. They had to throw the ball. Who says yeah. Baltimore can't do that? Their their track record with Derrick Henry. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But Derrick Henry has like four hundred yards in two games against them. I mean, like they we did were talking draft, about a couple. Go ahead, draft, uh, Queen. I guess to help. Got linebacker core out to make tackles you know and stuff Look, like that, but it's a lot easier said than done. Oh, a hundred percent. How many? How many mm-hmm. yards did Derrick Henry have the first game against the Ravens this year? I don't know. It's this year, I don't lot. know, but I know last year he had one hundred ninety-five yards on thirty carries, and he even threw a touchdown. Threw so a touchdown. Threw a touchdown. You said right. He threw a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Yes, he had a passing touchdown. Dang. He had. Uh, I'm. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how many. How many yards he had? Hold on. Against Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. 133 this year. Yeah, 133. So he's at like, least going to get over 100 yards. So he literally has 300, 320 yards in two games against them? That's a lot of yards. That's true, man. But will so, it actually – do you think that will actually help them win? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't see them stopping Derrick Henry. I'll say because if they can't stop Derrick Henry, they're going to have to commit I mean, to I don't, people to do it. I don't it. see a freight train stopping Derrick Henry at this point. But like, if that man, if that man gets over 20, 20 carries, that's a wrap. You have to yeah. minimize his carries. Like Thomas said, you have to, you have to go up on the team. You have to go up on Tennessee. Yeah. To to get him out the game plan because unless he get twenty to thirty carries, bro, your your defenders are tired of hitting a defensive end. It's going to be hard to shoot out against you. Tennessee. Right, yeah. for that reason, because, like, like you said, if you once he gets all those carries, your guys don't want to hit him no more. It's gonna be cold. Cold. It, ten, Tennessee gets cold. Cold. So, that's a that's a big man to be hitting. You know, twenty five, thirty times a game, and then Bruh. 
you're going to have to commit extra people. And then as soon as you do that, the play action is going to happen and they're just going to throw it over top of you. Exactly. Sure. They got, like, their they receivers got, are good. I would say they have weapons, bro. Yeah. They have Come weapons. on. A.J. Brown? A.J. Brown. Corey Davis. Shoot, Corey Davis was going off for a minute. In the world, but. Giannu. So, I mean, not not last week, of course, but he had his stretch where he was he was getting more looks than AJ Brown was. Yeah, Corey Davis. Who was that? Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Corey Davis is nice. Yeah, Jim Smith. I'll be interested to see what the prop bet's going to be for uh, for Derrick Henry for his total yards to go uh, over under. Let, let's not forget, bro. I'll say, Ryan Tannehill threw for thirty three touchdowns this year. Oh, so Derrick Henry, she 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 be MVP. Let's talk about it. Yes, yes. Ooh. I mean, homie got MV, MVP. MVP is quarterback love, but this is only the what eighth running back in history that's had yes. over two thousand rushing yards. Yeah, I feel like it's a no brainer. I really do. Like Brandon Marshall said, we should if Derrick Henry doesn't get MVP this year, it should be just changed to the quarterback award. Because I mean, quarterbacks I, I agree. Through. For 30, 40 touchdowns. But like you said, this is the eighth running back to ever do this in NFL history. In 101 years of NFL, this is the eighth running back to do that. So that definitely – Yeah. Like, I, so, yeah. All the all the MVP talk after this weekend, you didn't – I haven't heard shit about Derrick Henry. It's all been Rodgers. Like Rodgers well, yeah, running away Rogers from and, Well, I mean, yeah, Derrick Henry did run for a lot of yards. I like Derrick Henry. Should he be in the conversation? I I definitely think he should be in the conversation. I don't think he's gonna win though, just because Rogers like, yeah, you we've seen people throw for more touchdowns, but have they done it as efficiently as he did? He completed seventy percent of his passes this year. That's great with forty. Derrick Henry was in only five picks. Now, what's the stats compared to the history of the NFL? I'm sure there's at least ten other quarterbacks that have done that before. Probably more. That efficiently, though. I'm saying that efficiently. Yeah, it's While probably. leading his team to a a 13-3 and record. Yeah, I feel like it's, a good amount of quarterbacks probably did that before. I'm not a historian, like, but I, I think court, plenty of quarterbacks through 70-plus <clears throat> percentage-wise. Like, yeah, but only eight if, running backs did this, bro, in 100 Now, if if – our podcast had an award show, and we got to name the NFL MVP. We're naming it Derrick Henry. I don't, I don't care. Derrick Henry. Yeah. It'll be a two-to-one vote. The Jester guy's NFL MVP is Derrick Henry. Congratulations, Derrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at the running backs, you know, that also did this. And I mean, Adrian Peterson every, was the last one that did it, right? Yeah, every single one of these yeah, he are came, Hall of Fame. He came minus. off of uh... – ACL. Came off the ACL, yeah. Well, yeah minus, did Zeke hit 2,000, or did he just get real close that year? Yeah, he got close. I think he got close, because I minus, remember they said the last person to do was AP. Yeah, minus And Jamal I think it was Lewis, 2012. Minus Jamal Lewis and Chris Johnson, like, everyone else that rushed for over 2,000 is in the Hall of Fame. OJ, Eric Dickerson, Barry Sanders, Terrell Davis, AP going to the Hall of Fame, so. Yeah. yeah Derrick like, Henry will be there. Yeah, yeah he'll, when it's said he's and done. Get into the Hall of Fame for sure. He'll, he might be first ballot by the time he's done on the yeah, on the tear that he's it, been on. They're either either gonna he's either gonna add on to his career numbers or they're gonna run that man to the ground. Like, yeah, it's gonna be one or the other. Right. Yeah, either uh, I can see Aaron Rodgers getting it, 
but it, it better be damn close. If Derrick yeah, Henry yeah, don't get it, it, it better. Yeah, be I want to see what the total votes are. Yeah, he better well, not they, be third. Well, they release it. Yeah, he better not be third. He better not be fourth. It better be either he's at second least second. Or one two. He better at least second. Yeah. I'll say because you got. Well, he should be first, but I'll be. I'll have to just settle if he's second. If he's lower than that, that's stupid. Yeah, and look, I don't. Change it, I don't care how. I, right, I don't care how Mahomes did. I I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> like, I think it's one of those things. Like if Derrick Henry wins, great. But if Rodgers was to win, I mean, I can't really be mad just based off what he did. Yeah. You know, thirteen and three, seventy percent completion, forty-eight touchdowns to five interceptions. Patrick Mahomes' MVP season, he didn't. He only completed sixty-six percent. So, if Derrick Henry wins, great. I feel I like Patrick I don't Mahomes' think MVP win. season. There was no one else competing with him, though. Not not taking from him, but no, who no, else no, no, no. Did you I actually yeah, hear yeah. of like he just that could have competed? Like maybe yeah, Christian McCaffrey. That's the yeah. only person I can think of that maybe so, had a chance to. So, are contend. we convinced that the only way a running back has a shot to win the MVP is to rush for over two thousand? A thousand percent. Yes. I mean, the only that's other person the only way, right? recently the only who way. didn't do it was Todd Gurley. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think oh, Todd Gurley wait. won it the year after. Well, that would have been 2017 or 2018. Who was that? The year they went to the Super Bowl? No. Uh, it wasn't. It was, I want to say it was a year before, because he so, got hurt the year they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, C.J. Anderson was playing a lot. Mm-hmm. I just, I think it's, I just think it's too quarterback heavy for Derrick Henry to win, but you never right. know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Simple. Moving on to the uh, the Washington Tampa Bay game. Now this game has some emphasis on it because Chase Young went bold, and he called out Tom Brady. Saying that he wanted Tom. Love to see now, him. He, want, he wants to sack Tom. He wants to sack Tom. Now, I feel like you're already setting your team up for failure when you're calling out <laughs> someone like Tom Brady. Yeah. And he's also found his stride with his team. Bucks kind of look shaky in the beginning, I'm not going to lie. But ever since they got AB, and he's been on, hey. he's been well, on yeah, a roll. It took, took him a little bit to get hey. it did. ready. It did, but the that Bucks offense looks bad, and bad I mean in like scary bad. Yeah, well the the um the best thing about Washington is their strongest point on defense is matches up with Tampa Bay's weakest point on offense, which would be their line. A thousand percent, yes. So I you watch. I wholeheartedly agree. Now, do I think do I think Washington is going to get to the Super Bowl and win? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I, I don't but think Washington, Washington makes it makes it past Tampa Bay. But I think Washington does have a realistic chance if, you know, uh, Alex Smith can take care of the ball. You know, the key to beating Brady-led teams all year or all his whole career has been hold the ball. Don't let don't let his offense get the ball. Yes. Um, get pressure. You know, yeah, you got to get pressure. If you can get pressure on uh, Brady with just your front four and not have to send other people, like Ray Lewis said it. He said, "We every time we played Brady, we had to make sure we could get pressure with just a line. That way we didn't have to send extra people. Because if you don't have to send those extra two, three guys, that's extra people you can drop back into, into coverage. So with Tampa Bay's line being kind of shaky, Washington's strong suit is obviously their 
defensive line because of the way they built through the draft the last couple of years. Um, I I think I think they have a shot, honestly. Yeah, and I I just want to go back to the game with Tampa and the Bears and how the Bears were getting out to Brady. I mean, they had three sacks, but he just looked uncomfortable. They back they there. threw him off his game. <clears throat> yeah, that was probably their worst game this season. Yeah, and once I think, you hit a quarterback a couple times, they don't want to be hit anymore, especially not right. those big guys. And I think Washington line is better than the Bears line. Not by far, but as a collective as, group, I'll take yeah, Washington as a whole. line. Yeah, right now, because the Bears still got a Khalil Mack. Can't forget about yeah. him. But as a whole, yes, I'll take Washington line over the Bears. And if the Washington can do the same thing the Bears did, hey. Wait, Washington line over – are you talking about the Bears or are you I talking mean, about uh, the Bucks? Washington, no, he, he's uh, saying Washington's line. defensive line is better than the Bears' defensive line. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. and you've seen what the Bears did to the to the Bucks, did to Tom Brady, throwing him off his game. So if Washington can do what the Bears did, I, I don't know. I still think the Buccaneers are going to win, but it, it wouldn't be by much if Was- uh, yeah. Washington can get that pressure. No, I think they win by at least two scores. Two scores? I think Tampa Bay wins by two scores. I, I could see that happening. I mean, on the flip side of everything we talked about for Washington, like you said, Chase Young called him out and gave gave the one man in the league who doesn't need bulletin board material, gave him bulletin board material. Right. Like you think you don't back do to that. The, uh, um, the, last, the last player that called him out in uh, the playoffs would be Jalen Ramsey the year with the Jags. Oh, yeah, Kevin Byer did it too. Kevin Byer did do it, yeah. What do you say? We're going to make him look average? Yeah, and what they won by like thirty that year. Oh, y'all bust them yet? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all yeah. bust them up. That was that was his fault. You know the Jacksonville game. They didn't bust them, but they ended up winning. They came back yeah. and won. You know, there's some players you just don't give that kind of material to. You don't need to fuel the fire more than it's already fueled. Yeah, yeah. I, the only way Washington stays in this game is if they put up points as consistently as the Bucks' offense will, because yeah, that's yeah. one thing is the the Bucks' defense is they're average. They have, they're yeah, not, they have some they're good not, players here and there, but yeah, they're not they're not one of the best. I mean, they have great um, great linebackers, but yeah. their secondary is shaky. They gave they give up a lot of points. Yes, um, but if Washington can't, I really if Alex Smith doesn't start this game, which they still don't know if he'll start from last time I saw, they're in trouble. It's a hundred percent over. What was, are you going to go with Taylor Heineke in the playoffs? I don't or know. Are you going to go with go the guy with. that well, old, reliable Alex Smith? <laughs> uh, I mean, I would one. have to go. I would have to go with Alex Smith, but apparently they're they're saying that he's playing on one leg at this point. Oh yeah. I mean, hasn't he been playing on one leg? Realistically, I'm gonna have to go Heineke. I'm gonna have to go ODU, man. I, I don't know. God. I don't know if you want to put a quarterback who was how many games he started in his career? Four. Shit, I'm not, not sure. a lot. You know, yeah, fifteen. Do, do you really want to put him in there against in a playoff game and expect him to lead an offense that's going to score with a Tom Brady-led offense? I don't know, boss. Okay, no you're, asking a, you're asking a lot out of him. It's because it's like if Alex Smith get hurt, I mean, hit, is he going to get hurt again? Like, that comes to your mind. Like, he's fragile right now. I mean, yeah, but what what makes – a playoff game any different than the first game he came back in against the Rams. He got sacked his first play in there by Aaron Donald. Yeah, but he was fresh, though. He got wearing tear back on his body. Yeah, but, I mean, you've seen what Washington did to RG3. 
in the playoffs. <laughs> oh man, oh, yeah, they I, I don't know. Man. They threw away the the future of their the future of their franchise. Yeah. You think they wouldn't do it again to try to win a game? Come on. Side note: Taylor Heineke is on his sixteen sixteen already, bro. God, Six. dang. He, st- Six, he started bro. with he started in Carolina, right? Nah, it was no the Minnesota. Vikings, right? Yeah. Oh. Minnesota, and he went the to Patriots, the Texans, the Texans, the Panthers, St. Louis, the St. Louis Battlehawks. Ain't that XFL? Oh, oh that's yeah. The, he it, went to the XFL. And yeah, he did not start. The what in New World? Oh, was yeah, that the XFL? Or was that the the no, AAF that, that was around for like that's, four weeks? No, nah, that's XFL. Yeah, that's XFL. The quarterback that's starting for the Rams played in the AAF. Yeah, Montez or whatever. Wolford. Now Wolford. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, I, the, I don't know, the, man. The pretty good name. Put, Put Alex Smith in there. Let him die. Oh, well. Look, side note. Hey, speaking of the XFL, uh, me and Q, we were supposed to go to a D.C. game back oh, in yeah. March for his birthday, <laughs> right? Like, right before COVID got, like, real, real bad. Mm-hmm. Bro, we took the trip up there. Thinking everything's going to be okay. We got the we got the message on the way up there. I got a, We got an email <laughs> saying that the, uh, the game was canceled. Bro, that was on the way up there? Yeah, yeah. we were on the way up there. We were, we were, like, awful. two hours away from the house already, so... I mean, they refunded, they refunded me the money. Yeah, yeah we just stayed in the hotel. Yeah, yeah, we, we went yeah. to uh, Target. Was it Iron Age? Oh, yeah, we got some hey. food. Went yeah. to Target, chill. Yeah, and just, we just Bond. did nothing really but drink and play, play cards. <laughs> <laughs> and came, came back down the next morning. <laughs> That's how you salvage a trip. Hey, that was back before we had to wear masks and shit, man. That's yeah. crazy. Dude, what? We, took a, we, we stopped at a... Uh, Bojangles before we went up, <laughs> yeah, and we got this and lunch. Yeah, breakfast and lunch, and we got we took that that um emergency thing, that airborne thing. Yeah, dissolved. It. It's supposed to dissolve in your drink. I can assure you, didn't it? It does not dissolve in your drink right away. <laughs> didn't we have a uh, we had a we had a football game that we in, for those of you listening we we like to uh, play uh, like rec flag football. Um. Prior to COVID, we played all the time, and COVID uh, ruined one of our seasons. But didn't we <laughs> have a game that weekend, and they ended up still playing it? Did y'all play in that game? Or no, no, I think I was at work. I think yeah, I was at work. I think I said I wasn't playing. Yeah, I, I know I wasn't there. I was out of town. Yeah, that was the week again. a bunch of us were gonna miss. Yeah, pretty sure they got smacked. shit. That should have been like the one game to play. That was when we were at like maybe ten cases. <laughs> in the city and shit, we were all freaking out. Like the fast fast forward, uh, almost fast forward a, now, almost a full in, year in. We're right, at, we're almost at like we're on lockdown again. <laughs> yeah, man, crazy, crazy. Let's let's get back on track real quick. Uh, Speak, I think we have, speaking of smackings, can we talk about the I think we, Oklahoma game? <laughs> let's talk about it. Geez. Look, okay, hold on. Let's talk. I about just want to say now. I want to say now. I was wrong. <laughs> I, I was a hundred percent wrong. I'm sorry. Damn. I said take. I said with, take Florida with the points. That was with stupid. us being wrong, though, I'm pretty sure one of us, at least one of us, did say take the over. <laughs> the over did hit. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Yeah, I tried. To tell y'all. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> you have none of your starting receiver. Why? Why would you take Florida? Because I didn't believe, I did not believe in Spencer Rattler. I didn't I, believe in Oklahoma. Look, period. I'll I didn't believe honest, in their defense. It wasn't Spencer Rattler. It was the Big Twelve. Yeah, I, was, I didn't believe in the Big Twelve. Of, I didn't believe in Oklahoma defenses in a while. Like, what look, I did I believe in was the SEC bias. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And I, 
I was like, Florida, of, of course, they're definitely not going to lose more games than Georgia this year. They're going to match them. They're going to lose their three, and they're going to win this game, and they'll be fine. Nope, that wasn't the case. Actually, did they lose three or four? They lost three, right? Three games? That would be four. That would be four. That was four. Yeah. Yeah, because they I lost two. Yeah. That would be four. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, so I got I got two questions. So, for Kyle Tracks, did he hurt his draft stock? And yes. should mm-hmm. the playoffs be expanded? Because I'm gonna all say, those players, all those players set out because they weren't in the playoffs for Florida. They was like, "There's no purpose in me playing." So, yeah, let's talk about it. I I'm gonna say to Trask. Go ahead. I'm gonna say Trask did not hurt his draft stock, and the re- reason I say that is because he was playing with unfamiliar receivers. I think that'll be taken into account. He'll just have to perform really well at the combine, his pro day. If he plays in the Senior Bowl. That will also probably be detrimental. I already saw him as a mid or late first round, even that. He could potentially fall to the second round at this point, but I just I don't think it hurt his draft stock that bad. Oh, I think I think it hurt his draft stock only because it's that's like it was the night game for one. It was a big bowl for two. He was going up against some actual competition. You know how many NFL scouts were probably watching that game? Yes. I mean, they were, and then you also have Florida's coach who, after the game, was downplaying and saying like people like people didn't care. Yeah, they they didn't care. At I all. mean, yeah, they're you gonna they're gonna downplay it for sure. But you know, you can look at it one of two ways. If you're the leader of your team, like I can understand losing a game, but there come you gotta at least try to rally the troops and make the game, you know, respectable. Yeah. <laughs> what what they lose it. by? Was it twenty to fifty five? Yeah, a lot. I it think was so. a lot. It was, it, was it was a lot. Thirty-five. <laughs> it, it was. Bad. I don't. Yeah. It was. It was really bad. They got nothing done that game. <laughs> uh, but man, Spencer Spencer Rattler, when he was throwing those deep passes, they were some of the most beautiful deep passes I've seen this year. They just had like the that perfect spiral on them, the perfect just like loft under them. I don't know. Like every time he threw a deep ball, I was just like, that's that's a catch. That's a catch. So you, like they were just all all on the money. Do you think they're gonna expand the playoffs? Or do you think they're gonna take this off season to look at it? I say not anytime soon. Yeah, I said I not say like two weeks three, ago they should have. Yeah. Not anytime soon because if we're being honest, uh with Alabama and Notre Dame, Notre Dame actually had a closer win margin versus Alabama than Ohio State did with Clemson. So they're gonna feel yeah. that they still got it right. I mean, yeah, but they're going to feel they got it right. So, like, I'm But it's messing the up these other bowl it. games. I'm on the fence about it because here's the thing. If you expand the playoff, you would have had a team like Oklahoma get in. You know, Texas in Oklahoma, A&M. yeah, they look good. But at the same time, if you're going to expand it, you might water it down to where it's like the regular season doesn't matter as much because the thing that makes college football so great is – if you lose one or one or one game, you you have a shot at not being into the playoff. Yeah. If you lose two games, you're out. You're out. <laughs> yeah. That's it, right there. That's true. That's true. So it makes it. I more, mean, it keeps it, the regular season more competitive. Oklahoma was a one loss team, right? Or they two, two, uh, two. They lost two. to Iowa State in Kansas. State. Iowa State was yeah. Oh, yeah Iowa yeah. State was Kansas a Big State. Twelve champs. Mm. Um, so, which I mean, the. I forgot what I was about to say. Uh, I'm not against. <laughs> I'm not against them 
you know, expanding the playoff. I would love for them to do it yeah. by all means. But the way the NCAA looks at it, I don't see it happening for another, another two or three years. They need to really be put in a bind, which they've been pretty close, but they need to be well, put in a huge bind of who's going to get the four spot. Because it so, seems like that's yeah, who it always comes down it. to. The three's always, always been locks, but the fourth one, they need something that's just going to make everyone go nuts. Like I know there's been a lot of really close ones, but they there has to be one year where it's got to be like up to four or five teams that can get the, the fourth spot. Look, yeah. if I had my like ideal way of doing it it would be a 16 playoff you take the champion from every power five conference so the sec champ big 10 champ you know so on and so on and then you put one non-power five school in there oh that's where it's gonna get tricky though well who's gonna not play a game one team's automatically gonna go to the championship then not if you have six teams. No, nah, he's saying if you got six teams. But I'm saying it gets tricky because what if there's, let's say, like a Bama goes 12-0 and 0, mm-hmm. and then you got a a um, Florida, LSU, or Georgia team, they go 11-1. And, and you're going to put a UCF or Cincinnati over 11-1 Georgia team? It, it, but you see what I'm saying? It brings, it makes it more competitive. It makes the regular season mean more. But I'm so saying though, that, that's that'll the come to with that. It. That's that devil's advocate of. Yeah. Yeah, we have a one loss team. I mean, a one loss. Uh, yeah, team. But we play in a way harder division than UCF or yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, like a That's where strength of schedule comes into yeah. play. So, like you said, like it's not going to be wrong. The only way you would be able to do it, like you would have to do, you know. 10 to 15 teams, but there's not enough time for them to play play that many games. Yeah. yeah. 10 to 15, good Lord. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a lot I of do, games. I do, I do. I say expand it to six. I think six is good. I'm glad but, we don't have to do the who's in and out the playoffs. Yeah. This too stressful, man. I, I just think six teams is, is good. I feel like you got to find some way to do it because – and even if you don't put them in – like the non-power five schools, you got to give them like, at least give them the incentive to schedule these harder games. Like Cincinnati would have played, uh, if they if they would have got their out of conference schedule, they would have played a power five school. Like I think that uh, I forget who they had scheduled, but I think it was somebody from the Pac twelve. Okay, you got to give them to Georgia though. Yeah, because Georgia almost proved me wrong. Great I was game. scared for my life. I was, oh, Lord. I didn't talk all this smack. What a great game. My Cincinnati. My chest was beating fast. I couldn't breathe. Uh, my chest was tight. I was, I was, Georgia. I was calling it over by uh, beginning oh, of the yeah. third quarter. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we, we, were, we were getting wings, and he's like, all right, we're going to stay and watch this last drive. And Georgia fumbled. He's like, all right, we're out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, still, I think I was like, all right, we'll stay till halftime. And then Georgia fumbled on that drive. Uh, like two or three minutes before the second quarter ended, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm leaving. I don't care." Thank you, Georgia. Woo! But yeah, if that oh, did anything, it. I granted Georgia had some people sitting out, but it showed Cincinnati because Cincinnati kind of dominated the game up until. See, the last. Georgia, Georgia was missing a lot of their starting defensive backs, yeah, and it showed because yeah. their yeah. receivers were popping off. And DJ Reader was look, or not DJ Reader, uh, Desmond Ritter was looking great. And I, I just don't know if it would have been a different game if they would have had all their starters. It I mean, 
I mean, yeah, it's something. I mean, we'll never know. We can always speculate it, but right, no, e- exactly, exactly. I mean, the offense didn't miss a lot of people. I think they only missed one offensive tackle, which is really hey, good. Pickens is nice, man. God, yeah. dude, Dang. Pickens is the truth. Look, He's the truth. Favorite, oh, he my favorite nice. player in all of he, Georgia he, is he that plays, tight end. He plays with so much swagger, and Dang. he backs that. He backs that shit up. Do you remember last year when he uh, grabbed the Georgia Tech player by the face mask and threw him into the wall? Oh yeah, <laughs> like just I mean he he backs his shit up, man. Yeah, and I think he's, he's nice. I think by the time he comes out, he he he'll probably be a first round pick. And he like all of his comparisons as a receiver are all leading to AJ Green when he was with Georgia, which he's too fiery is, to be AJ Green. I mean, the biggest thing for me is just I hope the kid stays out of trouble. Yes, because yeah. Georgia yeah, and it's it's nothing against him. It's just that Georgia has this tendency, you know, with their star players, they just somehow find a way to get in trouble, whether they get a speeding ticket or they're smoking dope. Like, I, as long as he stays out of trouble, he's gonna be he's gonna be a star. Um, I want to get your final your final prediction on the Heisman because I did just get an update saying the Heisman ceremony starting. Uh, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh... Number six, Devontae Smith also. So Now, I, I was corrected by uh, TJ, and TJ also created our logo for the podcast, so shout out to him. Shout out uh, to TJ. The, uh, the votes are finalized on December 21st. So oh, wow. as far as far as what... So they already know. They already know, but as far as what the betting odds are showing, that's just speculated as far as what people are betting on. So... Whoever's getting the most bets, their odds are Obviously, increasing. Yeah. So that's they're saying that that's the reason why uh, Devontae Smith has shot up so much. That like like that has to be one of the only reasons why, um, why his odds have went up so high, and that okay. does completely stem from TJ uh, recorrecting me. He said he listened to I, I think it was our third episode where we went over that, and uh, he reach out to me and kind of explain it better. Cause honestly I had no, yeah. no idea that was exactly how it worked. I thought it went through just until, you know, their votes were like the week prior or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I, I still think Devonte Smith is going to run away with it. I don't really know, you know, who would be second. I'm, maybe, I mean, look, Mac Jones, maybe that's my pick. And it's not because I want him to win. It's I'm just going off. Like the history of the award, how often do you yeah. see? It's normally always a quarterback or a running back. Um, I mean, I think I think there's too much at stake because people are really like just saying this is going to be the first time ever a wide receiver yeah, wins. I'll, exactly. So and the media like pressured in the voters to voting for Devonte Smith. But I mean, how could you vote against him? That's what I'm saying. Like the dude. <laughs> Well, and he's the second string. Man. He's the second string on the team. He's a like yeah, Jalen yeah, Waddle. To, to be second. honest, dude, Jalen Waddle probably would have been in his shoes if he didn't go down. Look, the I don't only know. argument they can make against Devontae Smith is all the stats he's responsible for. How did he get the ball? That's the argument they're probably going to make for it but watching the games you can see him i mean yeah, yeah. he get deep balls but taking swing we just, to the we, house yeah we just he, watch him notre he, dame yeah taking bubble screens to the crib outrunning yeah. people yeah yeah, yeah. 
It's it's not to me. It's not close. Yeah, yeah but we. So the only other person it's close with is Mac Jones. Which this is, is this the first time that two players from the same team are top two? One and two, or oh, should be top? Uh, two. They got to be. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of it. It's, it happened it's probably like back in the back day. Back in the day, yeah, it's probably I'm happened sh- before. I'm sure it's happened already where there's been two Alabama players up for it, but not back to back as far as like one, one or two. Them well, having I'm sure, one and like, two. I'm sure Reggie Bush and Matt Liner are probably up there kinda close to Ooh, kinda close to each other, but that. Vince Young would have probably came in second place the year Reggie Bush got it. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty well, sure I saw something that said that they're the first first two. Well to we know Trevor high, Lawrence yeah. Trevor Lawrence ain't getting that thing because he looked horrible hey, against hey. Ohio State. Hey, 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 there's a good, there's some good karma with NFL quarterbacks that don't win the Heisman. So this might be good for him, especially since he's going to be the first pick. He looked horrible with a capital trash. He is, he looks, he looked bad, bro. He looked horrible. Can I get my credit, please? Also look trash. Can I get my credit? I said, take Ohio State on the money line. And what did you guys say to me? I said Tigers be eating Buckeye ass. Uh, <laughs> That's <you>. what I said. <laughs> I would like an apology. Of course, you was gonna go to Ohio State. That's your team. That's you don't get team. an apology for that. But look, hey, look, that bet turned out great though, didn't it? <laughs> it, it looked great. Fields out. Uh, it was. I mean, it was a good game. I think it looked great <laughs> for Justin Fields. I it think it solidified that he's about yeah, to come home to Atlanta. Ohio State. <laughs> I, I, I think I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be mad at Justin Fields in Atlanta. I really, I. Why, why pass up on it? Yeah, Atlanta needs some culture in there still. Matt Ryan, a little corny <laughs> ass, <He> corny. <laughs> yeah, y'all need some culture back. <laughs> y'all got true. Trey Young. Like y'all need some swag there, man. If it if oh, Atlanta lands, running, uh, if Atlanta <laughs> lands Eric Bieniemy, and then they go and get Justin, Justin Fields, Fields, oh, Atlanta gonna be lit. That offense is gonna be yeah. nuts, Bruh. Have, it's not even. It's not even going to be nuts yeah. next year because Matt Ryan's still going to be the quarterback. He's not leaving. <laughs> he they have too much money in him for him to leave. But Fields will hopefully Fields doesn't try to like you know request a trade after the first year, <laughs> like he did with Georgia. Hey, look, hey, come on, look that guy called him the N word. Apparently, he wanted out. <laughs> You know, six, I'm not even going to say anything about it. I wasn't there. I, I wasn't there. I don't know how it happened. The speculation is that he had someone call him the N-word so he could get the automatic eligibility in the transfer portal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah, if that's eligible. true. So either way, he's doing his thing in Ohio State. I'm happy for him. It worked Ooh. out well. For all um, well let's, uh, let's get into some quick segments. Uh, okay. Round of applause. All right, I'll go first. Oh, dude. I'm gonna give my, who, who, yeah. I'm going to give my round of applause to Justin Fields. Um, 22 for 28. 385 yards. Six touchdowns. Only one pick. And he got tipped at the line by a defender. So, I don't even blame him for that. I, yeah. Coming off a, a gruesome hit. I'm talking. Helmet to the ribs. And still balling out. I got to give it to Justin Fields. Okay. Okay. Um, AJ. I'll, yeah, I'll go, I'll go. Uh, mine's not going to be necessarily to one person. Um, it's going to go to multiple people. Week 17 is known as like one of the worst weeks for NFL football because a lot of players sit out, but it's also the most opportunistic week for players because they're trying to get that money. They're trying to get those bonuses. 
Shout out oh. to uh, Tom Brady for one. He helped Antonio Brown get a $250,000 bonus. Uh, he had to get a 45 catch bonus. He had to get 45 catches in order to reach his bonus. And uh, Brady like just kept away, feeding right? him the ball. No, he got it. He I, did get I, yeah, it. he was like three away, but didn't Brady give him like three pop passes towards the end of the game for so he could he get did. it? He did. Shout and then him. there was another one. Um, it's because he got he to pay rent. That's why uh, Tom Brady <laughs> He got to pay rent. That's true. <laughs> and then also He's David like, Moore. <laughs> David Moore, who's I believe is still on his rookie contract, he was a seventh round pick. Uh, he had a hundred thousand dollar incentive with his one catch on Sunday, and Russell Wilson was aware, as far as you know, that this was the catch that he needed in order to get his um, his bonus. So Seattle was going to take a knee with twenty two seconds left, but instead they changed a the play in the huddle to do like an end around little pass for David Moore, and. That got him his hundred thousand dollars. So, uh, round of applause to Tom Brady and Russell Wilson for helping their guys get their bonuses. That's pretty awesome. Um, all right, my round of applause for the week. I'm going back to college, and I, I would have gave it to Justin Fields, but he obviously already got it. So, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to give it to uh to Ryan Day for Ooh. the game plan that he called against Clemson. Because Ryan Day, so even his head coach, is bro. He called the perfect game plan for him, <laughs> putting the people in motion to get Clemson out the gaps, and that's the Ohio State's first win against Clemson. So he finally got the Clemson monkey off their back. Man, you that's need fair. to give a round of applause to Ohio State offensive linemen. That's what you need. To, the, what? Can we just give it to the whole team? Trey Sermon, everybody. <laughs> Dang, that offensive line was looking crazy. They couldn't Ryan stop eleven Day. though. Huh? Breezy, eleven, number eleven on Clemson. That dude was getting back there often, often. He was actually the one that uh, that hurt Justin Fields for a bit. Oh no! That oh, was, the, um... the linebacker. No, was it was number 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 eleven for Clemson. Forty-seven was the one. Forty-seven was the one who actually field. hit him, but eleven was getting back there, and eleven's a freshman. Hey, it didn't work. Out, it didn't work out for him, did it? Hey, Six touchdowns on his, head, on his head. <laughs> that targeting, man, that it's messing up a lot of teams, bro. I don't, they I don't want to hear they, it. They really, they really need to revisit that rule. I'm I not saying they that change it, but they, um, they can tweak it. They can tweak it. There some be two things penalties. are just some things are out of their control. Yeah, granted, 47 did duck his head, but the way Justin Fields turned, that caused his head to hit him in the lead with his head so i yeah i heard somebody I, I say know. uh you have to you can't or you have to see what you hit and they said because his head was down he couldn't see where he was going plus with the injury to shazier not too not too long ago yeah on a very similar tackle but shazier went straight head like he didn't try to break down. Shazier went straight neck into back. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you see what I'm saying though. Like with the head, with the head down though, yeah. when it coming down. I mean, it's, that guy wears a neck brace, so especially because he was stationary. It'd be different if you were running. Yeah, and then you might get the pass of ducking your head because you're running so fast. It's kind of hard to keep your head up. But yeah. because 47 was stationary, he still had time to break down correctly and keep his head up. But yeah. I, I think there should be two penalties for it. I yeah. think they should have one. They should have targeting with an ejection, like if it's blatant, and then they should have a 
just a normal, you know, unnecessary roughness, basically. Yeah. Fifteen yards, first down, whatever you want to, whatever you want to do for it. Yeah, I I think the NCAA is going to have a lot to talk about <laughs> uh, this off season. Uh, one thing that should be on top of their list is bringing back NCAA football, the video game. <laughs> oh, please. That should that should be their number one thing because that's going to sell them their most money. They released that game. I think that game's going to be hard to find on shelves for hard copies, but. Uh, I mean, I, I would just buy it on the Xbox Store, but I, they're going to make a shitload of money, money whenever they drop it. that game again, dude. And that's they better do it the right way. They need to, if they ever drop it again. They need to release it like they're doing NCAA 14 with the Road to Glory, with the Dynasty. They don't yeah, need don't to go tweak it and match it. Don't, 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 don't match it to Madden. We don't want that. We want what NCAA was when we are back in our golden age and with our with our our childhood and everything. I don't know if that's the same thing, but uh, we want the regular NCAA on next-gen consoles. That's what we want. Look, I if have one idea drop for it. it. I have one idea for it if it ever comes out and it involves the online dynasty and the recruiting because if all three of us are recruiting the same guy and I have a head-to-head with one of you, whoever wins that, that should affect the, the recruiting. Okay. You're, you're, you want to go to the better team. That doesn't actually yeah. affect recruiting in real life, though. I bet you it does. Not often. I don't, Georgia, I don't think so. If Georgia and Florida are recruiting against each other and Georgia gets smacked or Georgia smacks Florida by 30, you think, come on. Or the yeah, guy who... No, hear me out. I'm not a five-star example, recruit, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> let's say the guy who actually was wanting to go to Georgia goes to that game. Georgia gets their ass beat. He sees an opportunity. Oh, exactly. I'm in they this position me. where this guy sucks. They need yes, me. I exactly. can potentially play. I might sit on the bench at Florida. Uh, I don't know. That's a scenario. Yeah. Uh, Especially with how many groups, guys. So we wouldn't know. Like, <laughs> I feel like the transfer portal is the most popping place to be in the NCAA at the end of a season. So with how many guys are transferring because they're not playing, I, that's exactly what's in my head. Yeah, okay. yeah that, that transfer portal is it's a blessing and a curse it at the is. same time. It <laughs> is. And a curse at the same time. Sometimes it pisses me off, especially yeah. when I see someone really good. <laughs> for my team at least. Um But let's let's get into some quick uh quick segments. Um first thing is March Madness is officially back, I think. And I only say that because they just announced that they're going to be doing uh, NCAA tournament bubble in Indianapolis. Now, I'm. This is going to be very interesting to see them do it because they're still going to try to roll through with the normal 68 teams, and they're going to be able to play all of the same games. But 64. I 64 mean, 64 teams. I I thought it was a, a normal field of 68 teams. Yeah, it's 64. It starts with yeah, 64, 64 to 32. 32. 16, 8, 4, 2. That's yeah. right. That's right. Come on. So, 64 teams. Uh, is this really going to work the same way that the NBA bubble worked? I mean, the NBA bubble only had, what, 20 teams? Yeah, there's going to be way 22. more people there. Yeah. But Right. I, I mean, I, I, I did some reading into it as far as, you know, like what the guidelines are going to be and stuff. And all the games are going to be, you know, the same way, limited to where the hotel is. Um, they're going to have to have all the facilities clean between matchups and stuff. But 
when games were being played, they were back to back to back to back to back. I wonder how the scheduling is actually going to work because how are they going to play all these games that quick? I mean, how, what was the normal turnaround time for a game to be played oh, they were from playing stadium to stadium? Some... Was it like an hour? Oh, turnaround like within the stadium? Right. Oh, I have no clue. I would say I know yeah, two I times we were playing like two times a week though. Yeah. Right. He was playing a lot. Because March Madness is really only like two weeks. not even all of March. Yeah, so they did already announce what the schedule is going to look like. Selection Sunday is going to come March 14th. Uh, first four is going to be March uh, 16th through the 17th. And then first round is March 18th through 19th. Second round, 20th to 21st. Sweet 16, 25th, 26th. Elite 8, 27, 28th. Final four, April 3rd. National Championship, April 5th. So it does seem a little bit more consolidated because when they did March Madness before, sometimes there would be a break in games by, you know, two or three days. This is all back to back up until they reach the Sweet 16 where they have like a three game break. But then it's still back to back again until the final four. Well, no, that's how that's how it was. That's how it normally is, because normally uh, you get the. Round of 64 and the round of 32 normally happens within one week. Yeah, that's usually when everyone, um, whatchamacallit, is messed up. Bracket is messed up. Yeah, Bracket, you yeah. Get so many, you get mm-hmm. so many games so quickly. Yeah. Because those games start at like 11 o'clock in the morning. Well, for us, <laughs> 11 o'clock in the morning. That should be at like 11 07 one yeah. 35. It's you get weird 17. Times, man. <laughs> it's Maybe weird that's time. just, I think this. Just whole past years just made everything feel like it just drags. And to be honest, I haven't been paying attention to college ball. I'm not even gonna lie to you. So no. I, I'm a ride with Michigan regardless. I think Look. we like four and oh, five and oh. I have no clue. I know we're doing good. There, there's more. There's more games than that. I believe way more games. Oh than really, that. bro? Yeah, I, I think no I think we're like clue, seven bro. or eight games in. I'd say there, there's definitely more for sure. Look. Um, as far as like the best teams, I still think Gonzaga's undefeated. Gonzaga and Baylor. We'll have a uh, all three of us fill out a bracket, and we'll have a little competition between the the just three guys and see who can have the best bracket. Okay, I'd be cool with that. We'll see. We'll see who does the Ooh, best. What? Michigan nine and zero, baby. Let's go. We'll find. We'll find something. Put a little wager on it. Doesn't have to be money. We'll find something. Oh to do. shit! Georgia <laughs> seven. Georgia seven and one. <laughs> Damn, we might make the tournament. Oh shit. <laughs> That's exciting. Hey. I don't remember the last, Tom the Tom Crean effect, man. <laughs> when does that happen? When's Look, the last 2021, time? AJ. Maybe uh, things are looking up for Georgia sports. I think the yeah, last game they played was December 30th. That sounds right. Mississippi Georgia. State won 83-7. Well, they lost their last game. That was their, their first L. But, hey, that's great. All right. <laughs> maybe it's <laughs> looking awesome. up. Um. Let's speaking of uh, games. Let's get into uh, some of our best bets heading into this weekend. I have about six of them. Um, do you Look, guys have any? Do I you have, want me to go first? I have one. I have one. I'll get my one out of the way. Ohio State money line. Bet the Ohio State money line. Jeez. Last time <laughs> they played Alabama, they were the fourth seed. Alabama was the one seed. It's a little different. They're the three seed now, but it's, they're not playing with a third string quarterback. Different. It's a hundred percent two different teams. They're not playing with Who was quarterback? I was saying, who was quarterback for Alabama when Ohio State won? Was it Blake Sims? Blake Sims. No. Yeah, but they had Derrick Henry. It wasn't Blake Sims. It was a white dude. It was, it was Blake Sims. Dude. It was Blake, it was Blake Sims. Sims. I'll throw money on it right now. It was Blake. I thought it was like 
I forgot his name. Nope. But Shut I, up. I, I, it was Blake Sims. I, I know it wasn't McCarron. No. Nah, it, it was Blake Sims because they had Derrick Henry. Up. They had Amari Cooper. I'm going to look at it right dude, now. Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember the last time they had a white dude at quarterback. I, I want to say it's A.J. McCarron. Nah, it was – I forgot his name. No, it was It, it was wasn't Blake McElroy. Sims, it was Blake Sims. Was it Blake Sims? Yeah, because he was wearing number six. Cause, oh, um, man. Because Amari Cooper won the uh, the best receiver award that year. I don't – I know it wasn't McElroy. Nah, but, but yeah, they had another – wait, dude, I forgot his name. Like I said, bet the money line. Yes, the teams are different. Ohio State's not playing 100% a different quarterback. I'm going to I'm gonna piggyback on that. I'm going to – I like Ohio State plus seven. Especially since Alabama's what oh, what zero and four against the spread in their in their uh, college football playoff championships. Oh yeah, uh, in the in the national championship they're like zero and four against the spread. Yeah, so I'll I'll ride that uh, ride that record. I'll take Ohio State plus seven. I'm going Bama thirty five thirty one. Oh I think it's going to be way more points than that. No. So, no. So you so you no. think Bama's going to win? I, I think it's going to be a fucking oh, shootout. No, it's not going to be a shootout. What's either, the over for this game? Either Ohio State score a lot of points. Uh, Seventy-five. Over. I say all day. I'm smacking that over. Why? Why do you think it's going to be a shootout? What defenses do these teams have? You just seen Ohio State hold Clemson to what twenty to twenty-nine? That's, that's that's Clemson. They held Clemson to twenty-nine. What you mean? Bama, Bama held Notre Dame to what? Seventeen. Twenty. Yeah. Like what? What you mean? That's Notre defense. Dame. Slow. These get, are these are two no. high scoring offenses. You don't think they're just no, they're not. How do you I not? Mean, but how Ohio often State do you see two high scoring offenses score high scoring when they play? Each forty. Other? I mean, see a lot of it. What 40, 45, 41? That's what, that's what I'm thinking. 31, bro. I would think forty five. It's, it's the championship. The yeah. defense is going to be turned. What what do you what is wrong with you? I mean, so are the what? offenses. Are what offenses is wrong are too, with bro? You? Look, it's going to be one of those games. It's going to be like. 31 to 24, 31 28, something like that. Like the offenses are going to score a lot in the first half, I think. And I think the second half is going to come out after halftime. They're all going to make adjustments. And I think that's it right there. The scoring, you're going to get like 10 total points in the second half. (laughs) I don't know. That's a lot. You really think it's going to be each team going to score 40s? I don't think each team would, but I would think one team's team's going to score 40. One it's team will. Yeah, it's going to be Ohio State. Either, yeah, either both of them going to score forty. <laughs> it's going to be us. It's going to be close. There's no way. I don't. I don't see Bama running away with it. I don't see Ohio State running away. It's, with it's it. going to be a close game. You're going to have yeah. you know Nick Saban is obviously going to call a Nick Saban game. Um, the thing is going to be Alabama struggled with the tight ends against Notre Dame. Yeah. Ohio State has a better quarterback. Dylan Moses is fucking trash, man. They're gonna. They have two Lord. two tight ends, and you know I think it's gonna be one. And obviously, Justin Fields provides a different thing than Mac Jones does with just being able to improvise and run if he's healthy. Knock on wood. Right, well, I'm going. Uh, I'm no, going. Justin Fields Ohio provides State, a better one. Ohio State York, with yeah. the points and the over. Look, I got Ohio Bam going. I got Bama because it's Bama. Which so far, Q Duh. has trumped us on yeah. bets. So I got the one that if, you, if you're listening to the because show, you probably, watch you'll probably want to. 
probably want to roll with Q. Yep. Um, Tigers were going to eat Buckeye ass last week. No, I said <laughs> Tigers been eating Buckeye ass. I don't even think I put it. I don't think I even bet on the team, to be honest. No, you I, just I, laughed I, at me when I when I said Ohio State money line. <laughs> I think we both yeah. laughed at you, to be honest. Uh, and how did that turn out for you? <laughs> Shout out to the dude who put uh, $1.3 million in Indiana. He named himself the Indiana Man because he didn't want to release his name. Uh, he put $1.3 million on Ohio State Moneyline. It worked out great. What a genius look, that guy is. Look, I don't know thing. if that guy Ohio listened State, to the podcast, but hey. Ohio State secondary, <laughs> they be giving up a lot of yards. They have, yeah. And Mac Jones can fling that rock. I'll say Ohio State runs um, – Okay, they run it, exactly. So why is my prediction of the overhitting so asinine to you? Because Ohio State still got a pass rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, I, I Bama has a fantastic offensive line. That's true also. They do have a Leatherwood. <laughs> Ain't a Landon Dickerson plays, which I don't know if they actually ruled him out or not. But Leatherwood need to be the number one look, overall pick. I'm going to tell you right now. Ohio Leatherwood State. will be. Actually, no, he won't. Sewell will. <laughs> Leatherwood will be the second for sure. <laughs> Leatherwood is a dog, bro. Listen to me. Ohio State has Haskell Garrett on the defensive line. That man got shot in the face and is playing this year. He got shot <laughs> in the face in the offseason. What I got to do with football? You think a guy named what's his name Leatherwood? You think a guy named Leatherwood is gonna stop a man who got shot in the face? Did you see how big Leatherwood is? Did you see how big Haskell Garrett is? Bruh, you 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 <laughs> obviously <laughs> see Leatherwood against them Notre Dame boys. It's Notre, Notre Dame, Dame always had look. They're a bunch of Catholics, they, bro. Leatherwood is a tower. Big, yeah, they always had big white boys for linemen. Leatherwood was standing eye to eye with him, so I was like, oh yeah, this dude huge, bro. It's a dude that uh, then went to the Jets. He played for Louisville. Oh, Makai Becton. Uh, yeah, Becton. He he's very close to looking like Makai Becton. He's a little shorter. You know, I I see Makai Becton Mekhi get Becton beat. Is... I see Makai get be- uh, Becton get beat this year. He is big as hell too. Listen to me. Like I said, Ohio State money line. The Alabama defense won't stop Justin Fields and Chris Olave. The connection's real. All right, well, we'll come saying, back next week. You say Olave's gonna shit on Sertang? He, he so a top ten pick. Olave or, he, he or Garrett Wilson Patrick? or Garrett Wilson. Oh Patrick! Hey, I said what I said. Top ten pick Patrick. You crazy than camel titties? You I said what I said. <laughs> Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon going. Trey Sermon going for one fifty. Oh, for sure. There's, Maybe look. We, he might have two hundred. I mean, both running backs are going to go for over a hundred. Yeah, so watch him out. What? Ohio State run Z. defense is good. I don't give a shit about Ohio State. <laughs> they have not faced Najee Harris. A Najee Harris. Shitting me. What did Clemson have total rushing? What did they have? You're, 40 yards ETN total? only had 32 ETN's yards. ETN's not ETN, Najee Harris. ETN's not all that anymore. Let's be real. Be real with yourself. ETN was nice his freshman year. Then it's just been a slow road. AJ, how many ETN yards not, you saying Najee's going to have? Over 100 yards. Easily. I, you want to put a bet on it? I say... Give me a number. I'm going to say want, 110. Because he had 125 110. against Notre Dame. So, so you want to go 110 as the mark? Yeah. I'm gonna say 110. So you going over 110, AJ? I would say over 110. All right, I'm going under 110 then. You want to? All you right, we'll, money we'll on come it? back. We'll, we'll do that off, off the off the oh, show. Oh yeah, yeah. Gambling, yeah, yeah, illegal. Yeah, we, don't, we Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We, um, we, we bet. Uh, we bet cases <laughs> of water you. around here. Hearing Facts. Voice. We bet. We bet. Uh, <laughs> we'll put some money. Gummy, gummy bears. <laughs> Gummy bears and uh, Capri Suns. Yeah, the star mix. Shout to the star mix. Facts. Another Shout thing, Bama, Bama front four isn't all that like it used to be. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, so they, I think Ohio, I think we only got two sacks on Ian Book. Like everything that you guys are saying is just helping my argument that the over is going to hit. It's not helping your argument. Yes, it I don't is. know, man. You I don't, don't think Nick Saban can draw that bad boy up. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it being a shootout, but. Yeah, Bama's front four isn't all that. Like Tommy said, Bama linebackers can't keep up with those tight ends. I still don't see it being a shootout, though. I, I can't, man. You can't. I feel like I, you can't because you don't want it to be. Nah, it's because just. Because we like defense. <laughs> not even that. It's, I don't know. I, when Florida and Bama was playing, I didn't even expect that to be a shootout. I knew Florida was going to put up points, but. Yeah, I think we were expecting what, what was it like? 30, a 37, yeah, 20, a low 30 20 game. game. Yeah, I, I didn't expect Kyle Pitts to snap like that. But um, <laughs> they don't have a Kyle Pitts. So, I don't think it's going to be a shootout. They got someone named, what's his name, Olave? Chris Olave? Chill, bro, don't. I mean, Olave's pretty good. Yeah, so Olave's nice. He had to go against the certain though. Patrick shutting that down. We'll see. Patrick on that. It's the reason why he went. He won them corner awards. I forgot the name of it, but he won them. Is it the Maxwell Award? I have no clue. No, the Maxwell. But he award wins that. Is, I might be running back. I might be tripping. Disregard that. <laughs> Ohio okay. State goes up early. Alabama turns it on. Wins the game. Oh, see, I think it's going to be the opposite. I think it's going to be like Clemson. I think Bama's going to go up early. Ohio State. Ryan Day. Justin Fields is going to figure it out, and they're going to they're going to rattle off the points. When is Bama blowing a lead? Last time they played Ohio State. They did. It was what sixteen zero. Sixteen zero. No, 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 not halftime. It was um, Ohio. It was sixteen to three. Ohio State had the Michael Thomas threw the the pass like right before halftime to Evan Spence because that was when Urban Meyer was like the most the four most important minutes of the two minute the last two minutes of the first half and the first two minutes of the second half because the the tide shift. Yeah. Okay. Mm, I'm, I'm still going Bama. Roll time, baby. Fuck. All right. A um, couple other bets uh, as far as, especially the NFL playoffs. I'm taking Buffalo minus six and a half, and I'm taking the over for that game. Um, uh, it's at 51. I'm going to take the over for that as well. Uh, give me Tampa Bay minus seven and a half versus the Bears. I think that might have updated. Uh, it's minus, minus eight. Still, give me. I think Tampa Bay wins by two. I'm sorry, not the Bears, the uh, the football team. I think they're going to win by two scores. I'll take them. You're taking Tampa. Give me. I'm taking Tampa. Give me the Saints minus ten. They play the Bears. Let me make sure I'm not tripping on that. They I'm are playing the, Bears. playing the Bears. They play the Bears. Yeah, Saints minus ten. Uh, Drew Brees final year. They're trying to go out with the bang for him. But they're gonna win. They're not gonna win the Super Bowl, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> and then uh, I also, for my underdog bet, I have uh, Cleveland money line. Oh what versus so Steelers? If I if look, I lied. I have a second bet. Tennessee. The Ravens are favored at, uh, at four and a half over Tennessee. I think Tennessee wins. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Tennessee why, why money are the Ravens line? favored? What in the world? I don't know. I don't know why the Ravens are favored, but okay. You know what? Take Tennessee money line. Did you say anything about the Rams and Seahawks? Uh, no, I did not. I didn't want to touch that are you, game. Are you, are you too I, scared? Well, we I don't know, know if golf, golf is going to play or not. Oh. I think Seattle's favor minus four and a half right now, but that's going to shoot up if golf is out. 
So I think Seattle will be like minus Seahawks eight by that point. And how dare you go for the Browns? Look, he didn't you say ain't. Browns money line. He just said they're going to cover. I did say I did say Browns money line. Oh, yeah, shit. never mind. <laughs> how dare you, <laughs> dude? Because you, you look like Baker Mayfield. I think that's why. What? <laughs> You're a hater. I don't know, bro. AJ's kind of ugly. Hey, man. God, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> How dare you? Look, man, I can't cheer against Nick Chubb. It's my hey, dude. Chubb is nice. I give him that. He, he is a phenomenal running back. But how and, dare and you? I'm a, and I'm a big Baker dude. I'm, dude, there's no one on this team. Because you look like him. For. Trying to say all those white got... people look the same. <laughs> we got, all Steelers um, players look the same. That's what I'm do saying. We, do we got anyone from Georgia? Oh man, hold on. Let me think. Uh, we got a. Uh, I mean, y'all had Jarvis Jones for a minute, but I don't think y'all have anyone else. Oh shit. Uh, I really don't think there's any players. Nah. <laughs> oh man. So is that is that it for our bets? We got Joe Hayden. He went to Florida. That's, that's, that's not Georgia. <laughs> I mean, that's the greatest, <laughs> the greatest Bulldogs ever played for the Steelers is Heinz Ward. That's but true. that doesn't give me any. That doesn't give me any kind of reason to roofer the Steelers no, this no. weekend. All right, that's cool. So are we, are I, we I got done with bets. Cutting you off. And yeah. Like, um, let's right, get let's, let's get into the. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Let's go ahead, wrap go ahead. it up. Let's wrap it up. But you know, we're on number five now. Yes, sir. The best Episode player to win five. Number five. Um, I believe I went first last week, so I believe it would be Q's turn to go first this week. Yep. Oh, so go ahead. And man, y'all already know. I. I don't need no introduction. They already know who I'm going with. Josh Smith, number five. You already know what's up. Um, number one, I mean, number 17th pick in the 2004 draft. Straight out of high school. He went to Oak Hill also. Shout out to VA. Um, average 15 and 7 over his career. To me, he's the best in-game dunker, but he is one of the best in-game dunkers. Uh, he won the slam dunk contest his rookie year in 2004-2005. He won the rookie of the year in 2004-2005 and has one of the most infamous playoff games in 2015. I believe it was May 14, 2015 to be exact, um, against the Clippers when he was on the Houston Rockets and dropped 19 off the bench. And that kept the Rockets in the in the series. Oh, they man. won the series and then lost to the Warriors. I do and then the Warriors that. won the championship that year. But, yeah, I'm a big Josh Smith guy. Um, Some would say one of the, the biggest first- Josh Smith guy. Yeah, one of the first players I've ever seen play. Uh, been a fan ever since. Um, to me, he's a versatile power forward. Um, he was a great blocker, great defender, lefty. So you know, left left hand people always look prettier. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Jay Smooth, baby. Okay, I, you know what? I I support that. That's like your favorite player of all time. There's some bias there. <laughs> uh, it's my turn. Um. I'm going to go with uh, Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols, the machine. Uh, Third baseman, DH now. um, But third baseman for the Cardinals. First base. Dude was an absolute. First baseman? First baseman. Am I tripping? He played first first and third. Oh, I was saying, I know know he played first, but good. He was was outfield. (laughs) I mean, he did play left field at one point, too. Oh, outfield. I don't know. I think he was most known for first base, but I, I do remember when he played third a lot as well. But uh, Guy was an absolute animal. I think a lot of his late career woes uh, had his career batting average dip below 300. He has a, a 299 batting average. Uh, but he's 
definitely a Hall of Famer. He should be first ballot. Over 3,200 hits, over 660 home runs. He's not going to reach 700. I think he retired already, but dude was an absolute animal. He was uh, one of my favorite players to watch in baseball behind Chipper Jones uh, when I was growing up as a kid. The dude just, he had one of the uh, one of the most unique batting stances, and he had one of the best pop in a bat that I, I think I've ever seen still to this day. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go Albert Pujols, St. Louis Cardinals, LA Angels. That's my pick. All right. You done? I'm done. Because if you thought Q's was biased, boy, I'm about to get <laughs> real biased. <laughs> Look, championship week, you know, we got less than a week until the national championship. It's only right, number five, I got to go with Braxton Miller. To me, personally, you know, a lot of a lot of people seen what Lamar Jackson did in college. Braxton Miller was doing that first. He was doing, not first, but he was doing it before Lamar. You know, he had, as a quarterback, he played as a true freshman as a quarterback. He, I remember in running 90 yards downfield for touchdowns, you know. Unfortunately, he got hurt, took the year off, came back as a wide receiver, and then his first game as a wide receiver, running back, H-back, whatever you want to call him, against Virginia Tech, first game had a rushing touchdown and where he took on a just a designed run from the Wildcat, went to the left and hit, hit a spin move on a Virginia Tech's linebacker, two of them actually, and housed it for 50 yards. Um, he might not be the best player up here on the list that can wear number five, but to me he was easily the most entertaining player to wear number five. He he had me running around thinking I could play quarterback, and I'm running about a, a 7-2-40. Oh, Lord. Having, <laughs> having a blast. <laughs> he, you know, I just think, to me, like I said, biased. That's one of the first quarterbacks, like, for a prolonged period of time, I watched at Ohio State. I got to see all four years, five years, technically. Um, that's that's my goat for number five. Okay, okay. Any um, uh, honorable mentions? We do. Yeah, because um, there's a lot. <laughs> we're still in, we're still in baseball. Uh, the the accrued number one player to everywhere number five is Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. Uh, which that was way before our time. Um, but I mean, he's in the baseball hall of fame, 13 time all-star selection. He was an MVP. He has the MLB record for longest hitting streak at 56 games. Um, Albert Pujols was number two, uh, still in baseball. George Brett, number three, Johnny bench, number four, Brooks Robinson, number five. Look. And then hey, number six, Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb. <laughs> Boo. Which is crazy because I would actually think KG was better than Donovan McNabb for his Well, career. KG spent a lot of his time. like 21. In, 21. In uh, Minnesota. Yeah, if, if we go that route. Um, Jason Kidd is another honorable mention. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we get into a bunch of people that I've, I've never Some, heard of. All the, all, the, but, all the old guys up here, but. You hey, know. shout out. Shout out Freddie Freeman for the Braves. He's Look, he's gonna be he's gonna if, be one of the best to wear five. If I didn't pick, if I didn't pick Josh Smith, I would have went Reggie Bush for sure. Oh man, that college Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush, Reggie Bush was yeah, electrifying in college. Yeah, I, I would definitely wear Reggie Bush. Who I hate a lot of these lists. You know, when we try to find out 
what the guys are like a lot of them don't mention guys in college and that kind of upsets me probably because you know it's a very small sample size of i wonder it. if it's mainly yeah. limited to uh professional pros just pro sports all right look with red with him saying reggie bush though where would you rank reggie bush as most entertaining college player most entertaining oh. yeah top five where'd um, you rank him I would top I would five. go two or three. My number one will always be Tavon Austin. Yeah, Tavon Austin was nuts. Him, the boy from TCU. Oh, Trayvon Boykin. He was nice. Yes, he was nice. Johnny Mizell, Cam Newton. It's, it's I would a say lot Cam of, Newton will definitely it, be up there. Yeah, uh, Tim Tebow's of, in there for me. Yeah, it was a lot of electrifying, electrifying Look, college stars and stuff. To me, like Tim Tebow. I, I don't know if I would count Tim Tebow as electrifying. That man was a winner for no no doubt. He won electrifying? I don't know, bro. Cause like, shitting me? He was what? he was scoring a lot, bro. But he wasn't doing some of the stuff like you seen other quarterbacks doing. Like like he was like a better version of Jordan Lynch to me. Jordan Lynch was running the jump over. pass. The, yeah, but say, you can Tebow, see all the time of all types of people doing the jump pass. You you won't see him. He started running it, people over though. Jordan Lynch. I'm talking about um oh at the time Tim Tebow at the you time see, yeah you didn't see quarterbacks running people over no like no that. so that's what I'm saying like that's why to me because you could see stuff like that now like I you had a lot Jordan of stuff Lynch. now I don't know to me it's just I don't think I think Tim Tebow was great I don't think he was electrifying he also he also gave one of the greatest post game speeches ever also true it's because they tap Ohio State ass that's why that's he, he didn't no that was after they had lost. When they had lost, yeah, let's he uh, he had one of the greatest post games. I forgot what game they lost, but I remember he went up there and he said, "You're never going to see another player play as hard as they will for the University of Florida and everything." Let me I think ask, he also has his own statue already. How do you put Tim Tebow up there for the was one of the most electrifying players when he wasn't even the most electrifying player on his own team? That we need Who to save was? that for another episode. Percy Harvin, yeah, best college, we're, best college. We're going, team to, of, we're going, we're going down a rabbit time. hole. Yeah, that's probably team all time could be another episode. That would be um, something good to talk about. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show here. Uh, if you enjoyed listening, please uh, give us a follow and subscribe. Apple, Spotify. You can also uh, follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, we will be back next week uh, for the college football playoff post game discussion. Uh, along with some of the NFL playoff post-game discussion for what's going to unfold this weekend. Uh, that is all that I had. Q, Thomas, anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, take the money line for Ohio State. <laughs> 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 that, that's it. That's all I got to say. Uh, happy New Year's. And when a ship sees Thomas, they say, hips ahoy. <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> Later, y'all. <laughs> Love you, mama.